Okay, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad, the horror movie podcast that reviews the best and worst and everything in between in horror, one movie at a time. I'm your host, Otis, and tonight I am joined as ever by the rest of the Spooky Movie Squad, and that consists of Katie. Hi. Emma. Oh, hey. And Micah. So sit back and relax and enjoy our review of the 2019 horror film, I guess, The Silence. They're listening. Yeah. Oh, I have a better tagline. Ooh, what you got? Lost in Jurassic Clover Place Field, but quietly. I like it. (laughs) I feel like he gets sued, but I like it. (laughs) I really would, though. (laughs) (laughs) Hit that music. Happy Spookies, everyone. This is episode 277 of this illustrious podcast and volume three of our month of spooky movies that deal with the senses. So uh, I don't think we're going to get to every one of the senses, but some of these kind of work for multiple. This movie is uh, honestly all about sound. So listening and speaking, all that stuff. But this one is a uh, it's an interesting one from Netflix. Uh, actually, yeah, they probably just produced it. But for the uninitiated, this is the movie called The Silence. It's about a world under attack by creatures who hunt by sound. That sounds like The Quiet Place. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Our main character plays a deaf teenager. That sounds like The Quiet Place. I know, I know. And she seeks shelter with her family. That sounds like The Quiet Place. Uh, this part's a little different. There's a cult that tries to take advantage of the family. That's cool. It, it's something a little different. But yeah, it sounds a lot like A Quiet Place. And fun fact, this actually is based off a book <laughs> by Tim Levin. And it actually came out before A Quiet Place. So <laughs> fuck me sideways. <laughs> it's actually, this is the original idea <laughs> before A Quiet Place. This one's interesting because, I, as I found out earlier, the screenplay by Carrie and Shane Van Dyke, yes, they are related to Dick Van Dyke, the cool Van Dyke in this world. His grandsons. Yeah. They are known for coming up with movies that are real close to something else. So they are known for screenwriting movies like Transmorphers. (laughs) (laughs) Transmorphers 2, Fall of Man. And Street Racer, which it looks a lot like Fast and the Furious. And then Paranormal Entity. Looks a lot like Paranormal Activity, y'all. And The Day the Earth Stopped, which has a giant robot on the cover. So I guess it's like uh, Pacific Rim. But maybe like The Day the Earth Stood Still with Keanu Reeves. Hell, I don't know. One of the Van Dykes, he actually wrote the movie Titanic 2. That came out in 2010. It was a mess. (laughs) So they are just kind of known for doing... I don't know. They're not. I hope they're not trying to just trick people. They're like, yeah, somebody's gonna click on a Transformers thing and it's Transformers. <laughs> no, it's just they know what's hot and what's cool, and they just want to make something that's kind of close to it. It happens a lot with movies, like when they made the. I forgot who was Hercules first. I don't think the Rock one was technically the first Hercules movie. 
but another one came out within weeks of the other one. Starring Kellen Lutz. Yes. So that's always the plan. If Katie's coming up with a Peter Pan movie, well, fuck that. She's not going to just get the market on Peter Pan movies. Fuck it. We'll drop one very close to hers. I think last year there was three Pinocchio movies that came out. Yeah. That is very true. Because you don't want someone to be the only one with a cool idea. You got to get in there and take, you got to vulture some of the money. Happens all the time. So they are pretty, I guess they're good at vulturing stuff. (laughs) They keep making movies, but I don't know. Shit. (laughs) So Katie, what did you think about The Silence? It was good. There were less like anxiety moments in this film than any of the other ones that we've watched that have to do with the senses. And that was kind of disappointing since the other movie that this one is similar to uh, a quiet place, like will drive your anxiety through the roof. And same with like bird box was very like anxiety heavy and just a lot of different things that like moments where there should have been more anxiety, like palpable anxiety. And there wasn't, Um, but it was all right. It was not like number one, a plus great movie, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. It wasn't terrible. Emma. I would have to agree. This movie was very whelming. It was neither over nor under, but I mean, I haven't seen quiet place yet. So I just know what Quiet Place is about, so I can only assume that it's similar to this. <laughs> Way <better>. but, <laughs> uh, yeah, I figured it would be. Um, I mean, it was it was not terrible, but I told Micah, I said this movie feels very like beginning of a series, kind of like a TV series, not yeah, not like its own movie because the pace of the plot is there but like you said there's a lot of moments that really need more anxiety and more issue that's happening that makes you just uncomfortable and like ew why please fix this but the pacing of the whole thing is much closer to like the introductory episode of the world is ending and Jurassic Park is taking over or whatever and having something go from there. But I felt like all the way up until maybe the last 15 minutes, I was like, oh, now we're going to rush through this to try to figure out how we're going to end this. But it was it was not horrible. It was a movie indeed. Micah. Man, I don't know. This movie was... I don't know just another movie where none of the actors had great chemistry on screen so it was just really awkward interactions i don't think the script was very well written when it came to i don't know person to person interactions again that seems to be a big problem on some of these low budget films um for how many times they used the monsters the cgi was pretty awful it was passable sometimes but then when they tried to do close-ups and when they were attacking people and stuff like that it was just like okay well yeah that's clearly not there in real life so all right well moving on and honestly stanley tucci's he he was the 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 lead actor in the movie and it was pretty much all pretty much all about him except for the the few scenes that it had featuring the daughter 
and he just was so monotone the entire movie in every situation like i guess it could be just he's got one hell of a fucking poker face but i mean okay what what else you got so the problem with this movie was it felt like it was a made for tv movie it's what it felt like to me it, it, it belonged on the sci-fi channel yes uh, absolutely would and probably make types of all types of money on sci-fi channel not be a legit ass movie it just felt it felt cheap, which is a shame because Stanley Tucci is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katie was was hyped because John Corbett's in it. And what is he from that you know him? Big Fat Greek Wedding. There we go. I've seen oh, his face. I know him from Northern Exposure, Ooh, like from shit. when I was that a child, piece, but also Sex in the City, Big Fat Greek Wedding. He's also the dad from uh, To All the Boys I Loved Before, that whole series. Yep. Oh, yeah. And the main character daughter in it, uh, Kiernan Shipka, she is Sabrina in the spinoff of Riverdale and stuff. So she's the serious Sabrina, the teenage witch. And so I've seen her face a ton. The chilling adventures of Sabrina. Yeah, that's what it is. And she did good with that. You know, people were actually excited to see Sabrina. I mean, they were excited about, you know, Melissa Joan Hart. But, you know, Riverdale is dark, edgy you know fucking jughead <laughs> he just likes hamburgers but now he's dealing with murder but it like the idea is great unfortunately we got a quiet place first and so you, you can't fight that because that movie is fucking solid i i would argue that probably the first 10 minutes of a quiet place has more anxiety and scary feels in your stomach than the whole of this movie uh, and Katie knows what I'm talking about. Absolutely. When they are walking back from the store, that is all types of make you feel real shitty. And just you can feel it in your gut. And that's an issue because this idea is great. You can't make a fucking sound. You know how much sound we make in the fucking world? <laughs> it's it's the most ultimate like weakness that that humans just we can't adapt to that, you know, but our bodies just naturally make sound. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't burp. You're not allowed to burp. Not allowed to fart. Yeah, Emma's gone. Can't. Cough. She can't burp. Yeah, I died instantly. <laughs> the, the talking and the belching. I'm gone. Yeah, just snatched away. You'd have to like carry around a pillow and like <laughs> oh, yeah. cover your bury your face every like couple minutes to burp. <laughs> <laughs> we just see Emma just trying to drink some soda. Just slap it out of her hand. Stop. <laughs> you can't cough. Imagine having fucking like this horrible like post COVID cough that I have. Oh, you wouldn't have it for long. <laughs> be fucking dead. Be, dead. <laughs> be fucking gone. Yeah. But it's it's just a shame. It was awesome. And we got to see the monsters, which a lot of these newer type of movies where they're like, hey, this is something scary. Don't want to show you it, but you'll see little corners of it and stuff. You got to see it. But like Micah said, uh, they showed a little too much and it don't look that good up close. <laughs> yeah. It should have been from a distance. Don't show shit like this up close. I'm like, oh, it's like a like a penguin bat thing. Okay. Like a pterodactyl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a mini. <laughs> a pterodactyl with no body, just the head and the legs. I'm like, okay, okay, that's cool, I guess. It's got a body. You it's know, got a body. A little, a little, little one. Little one. <laughs> but it's a shame because they had some solid actors here. The mom, I've seen her before. Miranda Otto, I've seen her before. It's just mm-hmm. it's not popping in my head right now. It's just a shame. But the plot didn't feel reasonable for a horror movie, which is a shame because I've seen plots of a fucking tire kills people and that <laughs> that plot had more fucking connections than this one 
this family's stupid. That makes me mad. I'll talk about that later. They're dumb. And it makes me mad because some, someone needs to be smart in a movie. And no one's smart in this movie. But like I said, uh, I watched it. It's not the worst movie I've seen. Like I said, I've, I see a lot of shitty movies. But it's in the middle. If you watch it with people, you'll probably have a good time laughing about it and stuff. But there are better films out there to make you scared. And this one, it might scare you. There might be some jump scare somewhere. But ain't that good, I'll tell you that. I'm, I'm curious about the book. Because I'm betting the book is probably better than this, you know. But that would make sense. I'm betting because it it sounds like a very scary theme, you know. We can't make sounds and we get killed. Book's probably I, great. I but. feel like reading this would really give me anxiety. Oh, definitely. The, the way that it's on screen did not at all. But I feel like reading this and not being able to see it would be very different. Yeah. So uh, we'll get through this plot real quick because it's weird. It's an hour and a half, but I don't know. It's just multiple spots that they just kind of stay for a while. So it eats up time. So we'll get through this real quick. So just like just about any horror movie, you'll have a group of people that mean nothing to the plot. Actually, they mean a lot to the plot this time because they're fucking around in the caves and they unearth an unknown species of, I don't know, bat pterodactyls. Batadactyls, I'll call them. <laughs> <laughs> and these batadactyls are like piranhas. So pir- piranha batadactyls. And like their teeth are for, for real, like like knives. And they just eat people up. So those researchers, which I they don't really explain what they were doing, but those researchers get all types of killed. And the Vesps, they call them, because in what Spanish, it's Spanish for bat. Yeah, something like that. They said it real, it was like a passing phrase, but Vesp sounds stupid. But the pterodactyls fly out and they just seek the, the loudest places around. So they popped out in, wasn't Philadelphia. I don't even know where the fuck this movie is happening. Like outside of New York, wasn't it? Yeah, close to New York. So we see that, I don't know, Times Square, New York just gets all types of murdered because it's the loudest fucking place in America, probably. Yeah, it's got to be. There's always something going on. Besides Las Vegas, yeah. Oh, Las Vegas might be louder. No, New York's bigger. It makes more no, more noise. Not. You think? New York is not bigger than Las Vegas. Okay. More people probably, but not yeah. but not bigger. Okay. And you have to combat the sounds of like all of the shows that are happening outside of all the hotels. Oh, you're right. And all of the gambling machines that are making sound because everything is making sound on the floor of a las vegas hotel you're right vegas is pretty fucking loud mm-hmm. yeah. yeah good trivia question <laughs> what's the loudest city in america so we meet up with Allie andrews so she's a teenage girl that lost her hearing in a car accident and lost her i don't know grandparents i guess that were driving the car so the actress isn't deaf but the director said that she worked really hard on her signing and stuff like that at asl uh there have been people that said that like it wasn't that good <laughs> but i don't know having been that she's only been deaf for three years i mean her signing would be still very rudimentary because she's still like a new person to the situation what drove me nuts is that i didn't understand that she had lost her hearing in an accident until like 40 minutes into the freaking movie and i'm like why is this girl talking 
perfectly. Yeah, they should have explained that way sooner. Thank you, Emma. Thank you. I was so well, pissed. I was like, second, this is wrong. <laughs> I looked at Emma and I said, did they really dub over her parts? Like, did they dub in a clear speaking voice? Yeah. Thank you, guys. I was confused because I knew that was going to be a plot point with this. I'm like, oh, she's deaf. And so, you know. Which also which also makes the, the kid at the beginning making fun of her make zero sense whatsoever. Correct. Yeah. It just, it felt like they left things out or brought it up way too late to make sense. And they're like, oh, so all those things you did earlier makes sense now, 40 minutes into yeah. it? Like, uh, it just... They didn't have someone sit down like Katie and just look at the movie and be like, when do you say that she's like this type of deaf? When do you say that? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's like in the script. It's like on page 72. Yeah. Maybe she'd be on page one. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know. It should be earlier. <laughs> Actually. So we see that she's living with her parents, Hugh and Kelly and their grandma that's got super asthma, Lynn. And it, she actually has lung cancer but they make it seem like she's got asthma so her brother jude and their pet dog otis hey it's another otis to add to the list hopefully he's not an idiot <laughs> well it's a dog so <laughs> you know otis the dog comes in at the end sorry i'm late <laughs> saves the day no he doesn't so we see that you know with newer films if something happened like if a real zombie invasion happened in our day and age There'd be a ton of people doing social media posts. TikTok would be the fucking news leader of the world right now. And we get to see that. We see this one lady in a car screams and murder all around her. And she duct taped her son's mouth. And then she pulls up a sign that says, don't make noise. And everybody's like, what does that mean? I'm like, don't make noise. That's what it means. <laughs> but everybody's confused. Different parts of America or declaring states of emergency. And some parts are like, eh, it's all good. We got it under control, <laughs> which is crazy to me. But, you know, some places probably don't have that many of the, the crazy birds. New York is like, if you're here, you're dead. <laughs> so Hugh recommends that the family leave for some reason, even though the TV said, you should stay inside and be quiet and cover up all your entrances and stuff. Then he was like, we should go somewhere I'm like okay but where chief so hugh and the family and hugh's best friend glenn head out to the countryside it'd been cool if, if one of them said like oh i have a family home in the woods and we can get there but no they were just driving and for a second i asked katie i'm like where are they going katie's like i don't know somewhere quiet i'm like but where <laughs> anywhere in the country yeah but then they don't have a home to hide in and i was like they're just in a car and i was like that's such a dumb just add a line that says hey i got a town home just out in the woods we can go there this wouldn't uh, anyway they are heading out uh, the world is falling apart we meet up with a guy that freaks out because otis the dog is barking at the danger around him and the guy pulls out a shotgun and is like I'm going to shoot the dog. And then he's like, give me your car keys. I'm getting out of here. And then Glenn shoots him in the leg. He's like, ow. And they take his shotgun. He's like, don't leave me here. The monsters are behind me. Like, why you, why'd you shoot out the shotgun then? Yeah. Who brought these? Who brought this here? 
It wasn't this dog barking. <laughs> it was your dumbass shooting a shotgun in yeah, the air and then yelling. 12 gauge aimed at the sky. But like I said, it's a mess. So the group, they hit a traffic jam getting off the interstate, which that's the truest and coolest thing to happen in this movie at this point. So Glenn's like, let's go off road in your minivan. Let's do it. And as Glenn is speeding through the countryside, he looks away from the road for like half a second and sees deer and then pro- shit ton of deer. Yeah, and proceeds to just yank the steering wheel all the way to the right. And the car goes down an embankment and he gets super fucked up. And I was like, my God, just hit the deer, bro. Like, it's, but like I said, you had to get rid of old Uncle Glenn. He's a little too cool for the story. So <laughs> Glenn asks you to leave him. He's like, just leave me, bud. Take my weapons. Actually, they didn't even take the weapons. Uh, he's like, just get out of here and get help. But I know I'm not going to get help. So just tell your kids that we're coming back. So the Andrews family are in their car. And then Otis, the dog, says, this movie doesn't have enough excitement. I'm going to bring the party to us. And starts barking crazy. And the Vesper like, hey, I didn't, didn't want to come down here, but the dog keeps barking at us. So let's go get him. And they start attacking the car. So cool guy Glenn shoots off his gun and leads the Vesps off, which makes no sense because the dog bark, I guess, would be louder because they're closer to it. But fuck it, that gun sounds really tasty. And all the vests, almost all the vests, go over to Glenn and eat him apart. And then at this point, they are in the car for a while. And then a lot of, a couple of things happen really quick. Hugh is like, shut that dog up. And then he starts choking the dog out. And then the door is open. Allie opens the door and the dog runs off to strike it rich by himself. (laughs) He's like, screw you guys. I'm going home. And then they decide to not turn the car on and just drive off because I guess they think that the wasps, the vests will just destroy the car. So they proceed to sit there for some amount of time. I assume a couple of hours go by. And then grandma has a coffin fit and everything's just kind of falling apart. So Hugh gets out of the car to set up a decoy. So he sets Glenn's car on fire and then uses like a tire iron to cause a distraction and stuff. So as they are walking on foot now, because the car is just useless for reasons, they you can't turn it on because the things would follow the sound of the car. Like I said, many times while we were watching this movie, why the fuck aren't they in a Prius? <laughs> yep. Electric cars. Yeah, for noisy ass gas guzzler. All right. They're all in like tiny little cars. That <laughs> scooting down the street. <laughs> so they actually find a house with a super high fence and a locked gate. And the lady's like, get off my property. I guess she doesn't have a TV or a radio or friends to text her. So she goes outside and makes a lot of noise and gets her face ripped off. And I was like, wow. Huh, okay. And <laughs> the dad crawls through a tunnel and wakes up a rattlesnake and gets inside the house. Hooray. That lady was by herself in here. My family have a new home. The family crawls through the storm drain and the rattlesnake pops out in front of the sun and then the vesp- vesps come in and they're like, hey, you're not supposed to die yet. Take that rattlesnake and eat the rattlesnake. Hey, the, the bats are good, I guess, maybe. No, not really, because they start eating the mom's legs because she's in the back of the line. She gets her legs eat up, eaten up real bad. And so... Hugh distracts them by turning on a wood chipper. The one effective thing that happens in this movie. 
and he just like turns it off. I'm like, just leave it on. You'll kill a ton of these things. They they aren't that smart, and they fly directly into the wood chip because it's making a lot of crazy noise. So the family goes into the house. The whole movie, Allie has like a, a iPad, and she's messaging her friend Rob, or I guess her boyfriend at this point. They held hands. They're going steady, y'all. And Rob says, well, my parents wanted to just stay here, so we're back at our house. Stay safe out there. And then Rob messages again and says, oh, shit, my parents are dead. And there are religious cults that just popped up in this disaster. Uh, that's actually reasonable, even though these cults popped up stupid fast, like less than a week of time fast. But someone justified online saying, like, maybe the cults were already there. And then they were just waiting on some type of sign. And they were like, oh, oh, Armageddon are, are weird birds. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can they, dig it. They were already like part of a church. He had yeah. full robes on. And so he was already like the leader of a church and then shit started to go wild. And he immediately, you know, spouted some shit about the end of days and a handful of the congregation got hella scared and decided to believe whatever the fuck the pastor told them. Yep. And then they cut out their tongues. Series. Awesome. So religion's wild. The mom's wounds, because these birds, uh, apparently their mouths are just gross. They eat a lot of raw things. And they're, they were clawing, too. Yeah. Uh, her wounds are infected. So Hugh and Allie go to find antibiotics to save her life. So at the store, Allie sees that the vest, when they kill people, they deposit eggs into the body. The, so the eggs have a place to stay warm. That's so nice. Ooh. It's fucking wild. Yeah, and it was like oh. not just one egg for a body, it was like 24 body. And I was like, oh my Yeah, it was God. like at least eight eggs per person, and like half the population of the East Coast had already died. So there's like infinite more of these bad boys coming. Yeah, and that's how yeah. they multiply so fast. They die quick, but when one of them can make like 10 of them and just go off their day and then make more if they want to, that's how you get overrun. So they find the medicine that they need and they run off and they meet up with a cult leader and he is writing down notes to him and he's like you should join my church and they're like no, no thank you chief we're good uh we're gonna walk off this way and he's like Allie starts signing in front of him and he says oh, what, did he, what does he say that she's perfect or no no she uh he said she was there or god sends deliverance or something yes for her after she's like he's weird yeah yeah and now instantly you can see that oh no he wants my daughter uh stanley tucci is a better dad than i would be uh someone says like mm, i like your daughter i'm like well we got to scrap now because i don't want you following me back to my place <laughs> so uh it's the armageddon time so i'm just gonna be wild so um but yeah they walk away and they're really cordial to this man with no tongue in his mouth and he like opens his mouth like he's like a cat and he's like <laughs> with no tongue a couple times and i was like that's what? fucking weird i should really kill you because you're looking at us funny but like i said stanley tucci ain't about that life i'd have been about that life you ain't following me home bud so they get home and the mom learns about the cult and she actually heals from her injuries unfortunately hugh and kelly they find a little girl at the door in the middle of the night so instead of being like, oh, she might be part of that cult, come in, little girl. You seem like you need help. How did you survive by yourself? Oh, what's that sound in your chest? Well, I mean, well, they 
why wouldn't you rescue a little girl? I know, I know. And then they let her in and it's not, they don't find the sound immediately. They are examining her and recognize that she has been sexually assaulted. Yeah, there's a lot of sad things with it. And she doesn't have a tongue. Yeah. And then we see that the cult have taped phones to every window to the house. They've surrounded the house in phones and the little girl that came in, she's wrapped up in phones like she's like a, a bomb. Yeah. Honestly, in this world, phones are dangerous and they all have an alarm on them. And I was like, wow, that's I thought that was really cool that that's a phone with an alarm is worse than a grenade in this world. That's mm-hmm. way worse than a grenade. So they throw the phones into water and they're like, OK, we're good. But no, the whole house is an actual trap. Mm-hmm. Then the phones on the outside start going off. Yeah, it's a mess. So at this point, the cult members get in the house and they abduct Allie because she's the perfect one. And not perfect. Fertile. Fertile. So one thing I learned from the book, someone read it and were like, yeah, that was a big plot point in the book. They were like, oh, she can sign and she's a virgin. Turn up. We need your girl. I mean, question mark. They don't know if she's a virgin. or You not. know what I mean? But virgin in the sense of churchy, like, oh, she's well, no, young she's, and no, she's fertile. Yes. Not, not necessarily virgin, but fertile, able to bear children. Yes. Uh, that was very much a, oh, we have to kidnap her. Like being able to bear children is the turning point of many, many cults. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's they all probably church. also saw it as her signing being her actually being born deaf and having that gene and being fertile and if they're supposedly the hushed that was probably also another draw but they didn't realize that she was not born deaf yeah so at this i mean clearly religious fanatics don't know shit about science because even if you're born deaf and you marry someone who is also born deaf you can have a child who has hearing because there's no it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Genetics are I weird. Was, I was born deaf. I did not gain my hearing until I was six months old. That's Holy wild. Shit. Yep. I was born completely deaf. And the the way that they found my hearing was my grandfather accidentally slammed a door and I screamed. And then he got so excited that I heard it that he kept slamming the door repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> Just breaks all the doors in the house. <laughs> Micah can hear. Martha, look. <laughs> Martha, look. He's reacting to it. <laughs> Stop breaking the doors. <laughs> I love it. That I didn't know that, Micah. That's a cool fun fact. Micah is fertile. <laughs> well, well, we have yeah. proven that twice. <laughs> I'm on a roll. <laughs> Fuck. Now we have to cut your tongue out, Micah. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Not again. Wait. <laughs> so the cult members, they try their best to abduct Allie. But then Grandma Lynn decides to put the whole fucking movie on her back. <laughs> yeah, no shit. And helps her. And so she like holds down the bad guys and just starts screaming. And she's like, bye guys. I got cancer. So that's my way out. And she gets killed with the bad guys. And then the whole family just proceeds to start swinging on these churchy folk. Well, because well, those folks come and they're holding the girl. And then the family gets the girl back. But then while grandma is like sacrificing herself, the priest comes up and kidnaps her again. Yeah. And then it's just a fight. And I was like, okay, this family, they they scrapping now. Good for them. They should have been doing the whole fucking time. Absolutely, Katie. (laughs) 
third act was like, okay, I needed this from the beginning. I needed this type of action. So we see, we get a fast forward weeks later, America's bad. It it did not get better, y'all. And it seems like these vests, they are weak to the cold. And so they're like, everyone's going north. And apparently the more north you go, there are less of these monsters because they can't handle the cold. And then Allie finds her boyfriend, Rob, in one of the safe areas. And they are hunting the vests with arrows. So uh, they're fighting back one vest at a time, even though there was a little clutch of eggs when she killed one. So, yeah, we'll see. And that is the silence. I was about to say a quiet place. <laughs> so, Katie, who's your favorite character in the silence? Um, I really liked Allie, the little girl mm-hmm. or the teen girl. Um, she was just trying to live her life. And her parents were trying to be all up in her business at the beginning. You know, typical teenage shit. And then as stuff was going down, she was trying to like, she was always the one who had the answers for, well, what do we do next? And because she had been chatting with her boyfriend or whatever, she had figured out like, oh, okay, well, we need to move here or we need to go this way or we need to do this. And even though she was kind of the reason that like, grandma died and that cult showed up and like fucked up their shit it wasn't really her fault like you can't blame like they were after her but fuck all that um yeah yeah i don't know i really liked her character i would have liked it more probably if the actress was actually deaf though and had been like the actress from the quiet place um but i'm glad that uh kieran shivka actually like took some time and learned asl to do this role so good for her emma I would have to agree. Um, Allie was kind of the only character to me that didn't kind of have some sort of icky thing. I don't know. Like, the boy wasn't anything much of a character other than he was there in a few scenes. Yeah. I don't know. Stanley Tucci, he was good, but he was like, I don't know. His character made me upset a few times. Like Otis said, he should have been scrapping the whole damn time. I would have been like, the second you look at my daughter, I'm sorry. No. Bye. Yeah. But yeah. Allie. Micah. Um, I'll go with the uncle. Uncle Glenn. Uh, uncle Glenn. He got he had good backstory. Um he was in it just long enough to be, you know, not ever get annoying and not be shitty. And just seemed like a super cool, likable uncle character. And he was and made the sacrifice at the end. You know, I thought the way he went out was okay. Like it wasn't, I don't know, it it it, it worked. Like it, it wasn't jarring from the story, like, you know, crashing your car because you're driving kind of fast. You're not expecting anything. And then a bunch of deer run out and you're like, oh, cool. Deer in my headlights. Awesome. Yeah. And then he gets pinned in his car and he's like, just go. Like <laughs> we're trying yeah. to get away from these things. And then, you know, he shakes them and, and sacrifices himself for the family which this family seems all about sacrificing themselves for each other which is super noble i mean it's not something that you see a lot of like so consistently with one small group yeah so yeah Yeah, i like long enough to not ever be unlikable yeah i liked that the uncle like knew what he was there to do like he understood like this is not 
not important. <laughs> yeah. I'm not important. Save your family. For sure. Same with grandma. She was like, I'm going to die anyways. This way I don't have to tell the kids I got cancer. So <laughs> I'm going yeah. to save the day. She doesn't smoke. She doesn't have a light. Well, <laughs> I'm going to go with Allie, but third act Allie, uh, the Allie that was fighting and being smart. The whole movie, she actually wasn't a dumb dumb. It's just she didn't really do much. She, yeah, I guess I mean. her iPad was the exposition for the movie and showed how to stop them and how they work and stuff. But when she actually went out into the world to find medicine for her mom and actually was starting to get tough. And I guess that from the beginning, that was the Stanley Tucci's issue with her. He's like, I'm scared she's going to be alone and she's not going to be able to do anything for herself. And I guess that was a plot point. But toward the end, she was fighting and killing and stuff. So she learned to be self-sufficient, I suppose. I mean, she was already self-sufficient. He was just being a dad. Yeah. And was scared that his little girl who is now deaf and can't hear the world around her is going to go out into the world and like not going to have resources and friends and things. Yeah. Hey, that girl's deaf. Let's kidnap her. You know, there's a whole movie coming up about that. So So, Katie, who was your least favorite character? Uh, The Reverend. (laughs) Fuck that guy. Emma. Yep, if anybody doesn't say the reverend, I would be shocked. The yep. sheer rapiness in his eyes, the second he stood in front of them, I was like, nope, absolutely not. Yep. Micah. Yeah, the reverend. I feel like they could have made him more menacing. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it was kind of just like, a, okay, he's just a weird, creepy guy who's hissing at us with some weird ass (laughs) cgi lack of tongue like they didn't even do prosthetic or anything it didn't look like so it was just like okay but then it like it would have been more menacing had it been a bigger group like i feel like he needed a bigger following which it i mean it just happened like this this had to have just been like days after so it makes sense that the following was small. So it, it tracks, but it just wasn't menacing. He wasn't menacing enough of a bad guy. But um, I did, however, think that the cell phones on the window and the oh, that uh, basic, was basically cell phone bomb that they sent in, yeah. was, that was pretty clever. I was like, okay, that's a good trap. Well done. All right. <laughs> Yeah, and then was, them hiding in the sweet. basement, anticipating that that's where they would go. I was like, "Fuck, no, all right." Knowing that's where they'd go. Yeah, yeah, I was like, "Fuck, all right, cool." You know, where, where's that? <laughs> that's the scary part. I'm telling you, it, you it's like, that at the beginning. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. like how The Last of Us is going, where it's like, yeah, the it's scary when you run into the the zombies, but man, when you run into the people out there, that's when it gets really fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, people are the worst part about an apocalypse. Hell is other people. Which is my favorite part of apocalyptic themes. So, yeah. I'm not going with just the reverend. I'm going with the apparent cults in this movie. So, Mm -hmm. Allie's boyfriend said his parents got snatched up by the cult and killed. So, there were just crazy church people 
around the world yanking people up saying, oh, Armageddon, looks like you got to get snatched up and killed. I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, just like in, what was the name of that movie? Bird Box. There were people out there like, you got to see this, man. And like talking like it was some type of religious situation. And it could be. We don't know. But it, there's always people in these movies in the mist. Miss Carmody. Old crazy ass. You know, the whole thing was like, oh, God needs that whore and that little boy to get killed, you know, and everybody's like, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's just churchy people, man. And you would think I would like those types of villains, but I don't like no, it. No, why would you? Well, they, they, they're made to be hated and they are hated very easily. You know what I mean? So it, it works, but I've never really liked that type of villain because they're so annoying to me. So I didn't just write that cult. I wrote all the cults that, that probably popped up in this world right after. So let's do seven word synopsis. I have a couple because uh, the movie didn't grab me. So I just wrote stuff. My first one is Otis the dog was a fucking liability. So <laughs> I get it. It's your dog. You were you had it since it was a baby, probably. You love the dog. But if you can't control your fucking dog to not bark, Dog's got to go. Who can control a dog not to bark, though? I, I don't know. Otis just seemed like he was just going by to beat his own drum the whole movie. Yeah, but he's a dog. When have you ever, like, a dog is barking, and then you say, shut up, dog, and the dog actually listens to you? You're right. Dogs just fucking bark. They're dogs. Yeah. There, are in, there are instructions you can give a dog to be quiet, not just shut up, puppy. Even Bella, who's quiet most of the time fucking three o'clock zoomies hits and she's just yelling in the middle of the hallway She'd be dead. worse than that was that opening sequence with the lady and her baby in the subway uh, oh geez. yeah babies are a liability animals are a, pets are a liability small children are a liability as we learned in other movies our child would be an absolute liability in a quiet situation <laughs> Fuck, hey, what's that like for... shut up <laughs> I want to see it. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> Did you know that there's this dragon in Minecraft? Oh, my God. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's when they break in. Uh-oh. My next one is, is Stanley Tucci about to strangle Otis? <laughs> <laughs> when he got close, I was like, I know they're not going to show this man choke a dog out. Yeah. <laughs> like, surely they're not doing that. When they didn't. Good for them. My next one is, so why did you leave the house? You know, like they didn't have a plan and like i said okay if me and katie and they were like hey y'all there are weird bat monsters outside stay quiet and i look at katie and if she was like we well, got to get out of here i'd be like well, where are we going i'm down with leaving if we have a plan to go somewhere she's like well we can go visit uh, my aunt and uncle you know we can get to them because probably quieter than here i'm like okay cool that's a plan not just we got to get out of here Okay, and just go 100 down the street. But where are we going? <laughs> I don't want to be out in the world at night, not in a house. It's got to be somewhere we can get in within a day. And so if you don't got a plan, fuck that. We're staying inside. Our plan is to go to Sarah's house because her house is quieter than ours. I know. That's what I'm we saying. the creaky, like, wood floors. <laughs> no, nah, we'll just, ah, there's things we can do. But like I said. I'm not going anywhere. We need a plan. So my last one is. Evil church folk? Yep. Sounds about right. Uh, church people would go and still Sounds about white. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Katie. Notice there weren't any oh. black cultists anywhere. 
Yeah, I mean, there were no black people in this whole film because you know what they were doing? Sitting in their house, being quiet, (laughs) minding their own fucking business. Correct. Here screams outside. Damn, that sucks for them. (laughs) There were also no Latinos or Latinas because they were also sitting in their house, minding their own damn business. Yup, was just white people. Yes, it was making noise and acting a fucking fool. (laughs) White people making noise. (laughs) Acting, getting killed act, hey. acting a fool acting a fool that's another one for me <laughs> there it is katie uh okay when a quiet place meets bird box yeah how about we don't open mysterious caves yep <laughs> and when the apocalypse comes trust zero strangers correct yeah hi stranger you can get the fuck off my yard micah Stanley Tucci has next level poker face. Yes, he does. Uh, Kick my ass in a game of poker. Made for TV movie, swiped by Netflix. Heck yeah. And my, 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 my poker face. <laughs> I can't get over the poker face. It's a thing. Yikes. Okay. Blind dragon babies taking over. Go outside. And then plot hole. Didn't he get stabbed though? he sure did like in the lung oh it's like in the in his side for a lung i thought it was like right here like bottom of your ribs a little lower closer to his hips but he took like a six inch knife all the way to the hilt and true but they had antibiotics in the house so uh and then my alliterative terrifying in quotes Treacherous Trek takes Tucci's tribe traveling. So this film came out April 10th, 2019. Being that it's part Netflixy kind of situation, uh, there's no true budget to this film, but it actually came out in theaters for a wee bit of time. So there is a box office. Now, you know, stay with me, uh, crew. It is not scaled to what this movie might have made. So, what do you guys think the box office for The Silence was, Katie? Did this come out before or after? For um, Quiet Place? Quiet Place. Yeah, after. After A Quiet Place. Mm, like $2 million. Emma? $900 dinks. Woo! <laughs> Micah? $600 dinks. <laughs> God. Y'all are so mean. Uh, but apparently the Tooch could not make this movie a ton of money. The box office was two point three dollar reduce. At least they made over a million. So the Tooch, the Tooch got him a little bit of money. Oh, in the movie, anytime Stanley Tucci like hit somebody or did something, I was like, get Tooched. So (laughs) I was kept doing that. So minority kill count. You already heard us talk about it. There are no minorities in this movie. One. Where? I think the girl in the cave. There was a black lady. She was, there was a black lady who like yeah. busted open the cave. Hey. But after that, <laughs> after the infestation, zero people of color were affected by these animals. Hey, one's enough. That's what usually <laughs> is in scary movies. So, <laughs> hey, look at that. Everything's coming up Millhouse. So, <laughs> the new number is 307 and a Tito Turtle. And a house and a plane full of vampires. So, does anybody have anything else to say about the silence? 
Nope. Nope. It was just okay. If you want to watch something like this, go watch A Quiet Place. It's better. It was... I know it got brought up that this seemed like a setup for a series, and it absolutely did. Yeah. It left enough loose... It left everything uh, loose. <laughs> it, it was it was a very loose movie. There 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 needed to be so much more. Like what happened to the kid? What you know he was in a fire. It's like oh I want to know more about that. And then it's like they found him at the end, and it's like okay cool I want to know about how they got there and what they found when they got there and who you know what is this this commune that they found and uh what about the eggs and that what about the one that spit on her did that give her like some kind of infection or something obviously not i mean i guess it, some time had passed but i don't know there's so many questions and it's like okay i'd i'd, I'd watch more i'll, I'll be take a solid more. show yeah why not why the hell not i mean if the last of us is doing so well let's let's do this one yeah i think it'd be a pretty good show i'd watch it if stanley tucci's in it i'd watch I don't need Dollar Store equivalent because he doesn't want to do the show. <laughs> yeah. Not watching that, but yeah, it, it's a movie. Uh, could have been way better. The ideas that came out that I liked, like I said, the third act of this movie, I enjoyed it. I had a great time when they were being under attack from evil cult people and they used phones as weapons and stuff and they were fighting and stuff. That was awesome. Now, everything before just wasn't that exciting. Which makes me sad because it's a really cool idea, you know, yeah, but what are you going to do? So with that, that is the end of this episode. So if you have any other cool fun facts about Stanley Tucci or why I say get pooched, you can tweet us at Alan Tom Blog. We have an email We have a Facebook app. <laughs> so we have two more volumes in our month of senses. So I'm very pumped. Uh, one of them is one from my past, and I'm very pumped that my friends get to watch it. And the next one is one on Netflix that looked really fucking good, so uh, I hope it is. So, the music you listen to right now, that is Flippin' the Combined Effort, Flippin' the CE, anywhere you can find them. Studio Fetus, or Fetus Artwork. Thank you so much for the artwork, and I'm gonna talk to you guys at some point. So, like always, Katie drew a picture of Homer. <laughs> so, like always, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another scary movie. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Toots. Now that's spooky.